0: Hi, friends. It's been a while. <laughs> I am still here and um, working hard to um, take care of my my own life and finances and um, relationships, and this podcast has been on the back burner. Um, I like to think about it as I am giving you a good example. <laughs> of creating boundaries and caring for yourself and letting things go or not doing things all the time, even if you've said that you're going to do them. It's okay to not do all of the things all of the time. And that's how it's been with this podcast. Um, But I I wanted to jump on today because I just had these thoughts running around my mind. And it's funny, I I, um, took out my lunch and I'm like all ready to eat it. And then I have these ideas flooding my head. And I'm like, okay, I'll sit down and record a little bit. We'll see how long this is. I don't know how long it'll be. But I just wanted to say hello and I miss all of you. And I've loved getting to interact with some of you on Instagram and um, within the Not Your Average Music Therapist community. Um, We had a recent call and it was just so lovely being able to connect with other music therapists, especially other like-minded music therapists. That's something um, that came up even in the call. Being able to ask tough questions and together sit with uncomfortable topics or talk about things that um that uh we feel from like our schooling or from other music therapists and having a safe space to talk through those things and feel supported through them um so If you are one of those music therapists in our community, um, shout out to you. You are amazing, and I'm so grateful to be in this space with you. And um, for anyone wanting to be part of that, we will be opening up uh, the community again in February 2022. So look out for that, and we would be so happy to have you join us there. So the thing that I was thinking about today, um, it, it came up in our community call, but also it's just come up in my life (laughs) over the past, like several years is this idea of, um, I am responsible for myself. And with that, I am not responsible for anyone else. And, and I say this in, um, in the sense of like, I, I have my life to take care of. And, um, you know, if you have children or if you are, uh, caring for a loved one who is sick or something like that, obviously you have that added responsibility to care for them. Um, but first and foremost, we have to take care of ourselves we are responsible for ourselves i remember working with this one supervisor amazing supervisor um i it was just it was such good work and i was having all of these feelings come up about this one client of mine um feeling like it was hard to make boundaries with the client. And it was um, like I had to be there for this client all the time and and just thinking about this client, even when I wasn't in session with her and having her on my mind, wondering if she's okay and like all this stuff. So I was really feeling this responsibility of taking care of this client, of caring for this client and, um, and, like, making sure she was okay, um, and so we were exploring this together, why are these feelings coming up that, you know, I have this huge weight of responsibility on my shoulders for this one particular client, and some things came up from my past and from my family of origin, and, um, all these things were coming up and then she she asked me this question, well, who else does this person have in their life? You know, like I am not the only support in this person's life. So then I'm thinking, okay, she has her brother, she has her nieces, um, she has her psychotherapist she has, you know, even her neighbors, um, things like that. Like all of these different people surround her life. Um, and I'm not the only person. So with, with that idea, um, I've been thinking a lot about what I bring to my clients and my work. And I've been thinking about not um, not giving my all all the time. Because in our profession, it's so easy to burn out. And I feel like so many of us, um, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you might be on the edge of burnout or maybe you are experiencing burnout. And I think part of that is because We give so much, you know, just being a music therapist in general is hard enough, is, um, takes enough energy and time and space and, um, mental capacity and creativity. And, oh my gosh, there's so much that goes into being a music therapist. And then you think about all of these people that we're caring for, and that potential feeling of responsibility for all of them, um, to help them in their lives and provide the best care possible and make our music therapy sessions like so amazing and life-changing and all of this stuff. But that is a lot of responsibility for one person. So something that I've been toying around with in my mind is, um, is uh, not providing the best care. And you might be hearing me starting to laugh because it's like, how can you possibly say that? Like, we're going to provide bad care? Okay, no, let's stop right here. No, (laughs) we're not going to provide bad care. We're not going to cause harm or do things that are unethical. However, I think we can all take a step back. I think we can all chill out, take a step back, and let things ease off a little bit. Like I see, um, it's like I have imagery around like what we present as music therapists, as our best selves, and as our, um, most professional and most responsible and doing all of the best for our clients all of the time and how that is in full color and um, full force and, and full heart and it's, it's very admirable, it's beautiful um, but doing that all of the time is not responsible for ourselves. We can't be everything for everyone. We can't do it all for our clients, um, for the facilities that we work at, the contracts that we hold, the kiddos that we see, the older adults that we're caring for. We can't do it all. We are individually just one person And what's helpful is to see that that our clients have a network of people and we are one small part. So it's okay to ease off of that um, accelerator pedal, if you will. It's okay to take a step back and not give our all. So I see that, that image of us in full color with our clients and all of our music therapy work and it's vibrant and it's bright and it's present and I wonder I wonder what it would feel like if we see this image and it's almost like um, a version of ourselves like um, um, steps out I, can't, I don't know the terminology for like videography and special effects and stuff like this. But it's almost like I'm seeing a person um, escape a person. A person stepping out of, of the shell of a person. So I wonder what it would be like if this colorful, vibrant um, presence of ourselves took a step back and there's still a shell of ourselves there present with our clients it's still us it's still our figure but maybe it's not as colorful and the color is reserved for that step back for us for our home lives our personal lives so i hope you're with me on this (laughs) with this imagery um yeah, I wonder if we can give ourselves to our work and our clients in a slightly less colorful way. And I I realize that this conversation um, might sound counterintuitive from what we've been taught, from what we feel we need to do, from what everything within us is telling us to do, or everything from without us, everything outside of us, all the other music therapists, the music therapy world, and um, professional advocacy, and um, doing the best we possibly can at all times, whenever we can. But... What I have found is that every time I show up my clients benefit <clears throat> every time I am present with my music therapy patients and residents and students and clients they, med- they benefit and so whether I give of my energy, which is, um, the default (laughs) or whether I give 80% of my energy or 60% of my energy or 50% of my energy. Um, I don't think my, my clients really know or feel the difference, but I do. So I wonder what it would feel like to give a less colorful version of ourselves, a less energetic version of ourselves, give less of that energy to clients and reserve more of that energy for ourselves and our personal lives, our personal relationships, because we are ultimately responsible for for ourselves in our lives and we don't have to be everything for those clients but we do have to be everything for ourselves at least we have to be completely aware of what we are surrounding ourselves with um, we are the ones responsible over our own personal lives <clears throat> so so um I want you to sit with that. Take that to heart. Take that to your practice and see how it feels. Um, If it doesn't feel right, that's okay. You can always go back to giving your all to everyone. You can always go back to giving 100% to your music therapy work. You can give your all. You can do it all. You can be the best. Um, but I think it's okay if we're not the best, too. Um, in our community call, one of one of our members brought up something. Um, I think her friend said, or um, another music therapist said, like, we should... Um, Give our best or be the best in our own lives, and then do good jobs, if that makes sense. So, be good in our jobs. And I love that because when I am home, when I am with myself, when I am with those people that I love and that are part of my life day in and day out. Um, my husband, my parents, my brothers, my um, my in laws, my friends—those um, people that I that I truly and deeply have a personal relationship with—I want that to feel like it's at one hundred percent. Like my personal life is really being cared for, and I have rich relationships that um, make me feel loved and fulfilled and celebrated and cared for and supported. That is the stuff of life. Music therapy is part of it. Our jobs are part of our lives and we can find so much satisfaction and fulfillment from our work. And it's beautiful that we are in this line of work that lends itself to, um, giving us some of that good feedback that we, that we love to feel in our lives. But, um, our lives are so much bigger than that and, um, it's our job to set that up for ourselves and make sure that, that we're not giving away, All of our energy, you know, whether that's physical energy, mental or emotional energy, even one way I think about it is like my brain space. Like we were talking in the call about um, uh, what days of the week we like to focus on work or think about work. And some of us were saying, like, um, yeah, the weekend is reserved for me and my family. And not work or, you know, not music therapy stuff. So I wonder how we can all take that to heart and see how we can um, reserve our energy and care for ourselves. And this is part of that conversation about energy in and energy out. That will be a podcast episode at some point. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, But You know, like, I feel like as music therapists, we need to focus so much more on, um, caring for ourselves, like this topic of burnout than we do. And so this is like a little nugget that I have found to be so helpful, being responsible for me and only me. And, um this other thing came up in my work with my own personal therapist. Um, I don't know if, if, if this has to do with our culture or my personal upbringing or my um, education, but um, it's something that I'm working on. So this idea of, of needing to be on at all times, for all people, and with that, needing to be um, responding to people, or responsive, very quickly, responsive. So let's say you get a text message, feeling the need to respond right away. Or say you get an email. Feeling the need to write back right away and write back really thoroughly and and write back in a professional way um, it's like there's this there's this um this feeling this pull this this energy this this thing that says that we need to do it right away, or else what or else what or else we are bad or else we are unprofessional or else we will look or sound like we don't care. Like, I think we should really explore that. Why do we feel the need to respond right away to every person all of the time? Um, and maybe maybe you um, have a really healthy approach to this and you don't feel that. Um, but I think for many of us, we do feel that like urgency um and honestly like it is like that that's a good word urgency. I feel like we should feel that urgency for ourselves, our needs and our families and our really really close friends. That urgency should be there for the ones we love um depending on what's you know going on in our lives. But I don't think That urgency needs to be there for everyone else. That immediate responsiveness. Um, So what would it look like to leave that email in your inbox and not respond for a couple days? Or a couple weeks? Or that text message um, from a friend that you deeply care for but you're not very close with and it feels like you're there for them more than they're there for you what would it feel like to not respond to the text what I've been learning is that um res- like taking my time to respond letting myself have the space and the energy that I need in my life um hasn't made an impact on other people and maybe some friends that I was closer with have, um, have moved further away from, from our friendship because I'm not as responsive and that's okay and I can always get back in touch with those people But what's more important is that I am cared for. Is that I am responsible to myself. And what I see is that um, I'm actually being responsible to other people in giving myself time to respond. Or in not responding at all. So it's like... um, we have to think about this a lot when it comes to advocacy because there are an infinite number or an infinite um, amount of opportunities to advocate for music therapy and we can't do it all. It's just not worth it to, to take on all of those opportunities because we will very, very, very quickly burn out. Um, and I feel like as new professionals, we feel the need to advocate all the time and be responsible for the profession and be the ones to stand up for it and tell people what it is. But, um, there are, there are a lot of us, I think in, in the U S there are over 9,000 now. So, that's a lot of people doing a lot of little actions every day. Um, so those those bigger things of advocacy, those bigger moments or opportunities, like maybe we don't need to step into them. Or even those little moments, maybe I don't need to respond to that email. Maybe I don't need to respond to that Instagram message asking me what music therapy is. Maybe I don't need to talk with That high school student who's interested in music therapy and instead I can send them to um, a music therapy website or um, a college program website instead. We need to reserve our energy for us. We need to care for ourselves the way that we often care for music therapy. Mm. I feel like I'm getting a, a revelation within this episode as I'm talking at my phone. <laughs> you know, like the energy that we put into music therapy. Um what if what if we put that same energy into our own personal lives or more so more energy than that? Um, We are being responsible to ourselves by saying no, by leaving an email or a text or a message um, unresponded to. We are being responsible for our mental and emotional and physical energy and capacity by setting up those what we can refer to as boundaries I even think about this, um, with my husband, I am, I am being responsible to our relationship, to, uh, spending time with him when we both have the time and finding those special little moments in the middle of the day when I can text him, um, and communicate with him. I'm being responsible to us, to our marriage, um, and and what's taking a hit is, I mean, you know, this podcast. I haven't been as present on here, but I have been so much more present in my personal life with my husband, with my family. Um, my mom visited a couple weekends ago and I spent every day that she was here with her because she lives far away and I don't get to see her Often, I get to see her only a couple times um, a year, pretty much. So that was important to me. Um, I've been spending less time on Instagram because it's more important to me to text my good friends or have a phone call with one of my brothers. Um, What's been really hard is I've been spending less time watching Netflix. (laughs) And instead, I've been spending more time writing because writing is my creative outlet, my creative flow, the place that I um, feel like I escape the world and I escape into some other world. So what would it look like to be more responsible for your own heart and your own life and your personal relationships basically what, what I care about and what I hope you all care about too is um, that your life is more important than your job That your personal relationships, your family, your friends, your loved ones, um, that those relationships are more important than your relationships with your clients, patients, students, residents. Um, Let's make this shift and see music therapy as a job. And that even if we show up with a good 60% of our energy, we're still doing like a lot of good. A lot of good. But maybe every time we're called um, music lady, or every time they say entertainment is here, maybe we don't need to say, oh, it's actually music therapy. Let me tell you why. Maybe we don't need to share our goals and objectives with them in those moments maybe we can just let it be um i had uh i had this idea for another episode recently i've had so many ideas for so many episodes in the last two months i have to tell you and i just have not had the space or the time or the energy to devote to this podcast but all these ideas are here so one of them was this idea of um I don't know if it'll become its own episode because I'm talking about it now, but this idea of like just accepting music therapy for music therapy, accepting the things that are going to happen to you as a music therapist and like just letting it be. Um, And so that's one of the things like accepting that you will have infinite opportunities for advocacy and letting yourself be okay not jumping into those opportunities and letting them be there will be more music therapists around um to lighten the burden um and you don't have to do it all like there there are all of us here we're we're all doing it in our own Um, circles, even just by doing music therapy, by having jobs as music therapists, that is advocacy in and of itself. So we don't have to jump into those other advocacy opportunities. Um, and, um, another, (laughs) another, uh, area where I feel like I have taken a step back or I've eased up on feeling like I need to do it perfectly and put all of my energy into it is documentation. And I'm laughing about it because this is um, a huge area of um, tension within our field and I'm sure some music therapists would be very upset with me (laughs) talking about documentation this way um, if they listen to this and that's okay, you can be upset. But um, what is important to me is that I care for myself, my energy, my family. And that, you know, that is my life. My job is one part, one small part of my life. Um, so one of those things that I'm easing up on is the need to document perfectly and um, excessively and what's the word I'm thinking of? Thoroughly, like being so thorough, giving every single detail that happened in the session. Um, and this is something that I've been trying to um, little by little teach uh, the student, this one student that I've been supervising, because her documentation is amazing. It's like spot on, very detailed, very beautiful. Um, but in the real world, You're not going to have an hour to document one session. Um, So then what do you do? You have to cut corners and you have to let things be what they are. So I'm trying to help her see. um, It's okay to leave out all the details. How about we focus on the most important things that happened? And we don't need to mention every song that we did or every intervention that we did. It's more important to like bring up those like really special moments that happened Um, and moments where we saw change um, impactful things or quotes that, that the client said that um, were really um, like really caught your attention. So unless I am trying to build a program And want to have stellar documentation. Or. um, My. Administrators are asking for documentation. To be this certain way. And with these numbers. And we need to see this. Um, Unless people are asking that of me. I'm not going to give it to them. I'm going to let my documentation be. Like. Just good. Just okay. And not. Waste my time, or spend my time making it perfect and beautiful, and you know everything that that everyone wants it to be all the time. And and I th- you know now that I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about this in terms of um, being a student and how it's like I was a A plus star student. And I always wanted to get the best grades and be the best and do the best. And now I have the best last name and... (laughs) Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, But as a student, um, I wanted to get straight A's. Like, who doesn't want to excel in their classes and and get good grades? Um, But as I went through school and, you know, became, especially a junior and senior, I was like, I literally cannot devote all of my time to all of these classes and all, like, what, 17, 18 credits. And so something has got to give. Um, And so I let myself not do as much work. And every once in a while, I would skip classes and I would get B's. NCs. And like, I was okay with that. I was okay just getting by in some classes. And guess who's cared about that now? No one. (laughs) No one. No one even looks at my GPA from college. No one cares. Like, if you are good at your job, you're good at your job. Um, Your grades really don't matter that much. And so now every time I talk with students, which I'm sure the professors love, I say, um, don't work too hard. Don't try too hard. Don't worry about getting A's. Like my my um, student that I was supervising, I kept telling her over and over again, like, take a break. Don't work too hard. Spend some time for yourself this weekend. Read a good book. She loved reading. So I was like, read some books this weekend. Um, so I want to take that same advice that same approach to my life and my work, my professional work now as a music therapist, maybe it's okay to not put out A plus work. Maybe it's okay to put out a B, (laughs) a B uh, level of work or even a C because, you know, even when I don't give my all to my client or, you know, plan a perfect session plan or have all of their music, you know, like ready to go. Um, my, my clients still benefit. And I think it's because part of this work as a music therapist is the relationship piece. And I, I feel like maybe we forget that or we lose sight of how important that is. But I think that's a huge part. Um, and so even us just showing up us just being there and like inviting music into their space is so impactful and so maybe we can do that without utilizing all of our resources all of our energy um you know maybe we can use recorded music more that's a whole conversation within itself so i'll just leave it there for now but um yeah, let's let's focus on ourselves and our lives. <sighs> yeah, what would that look like for you? What would it feel like to spend more time on yourself in 2022? What would it look like to not give your all to your clients this upcoming year? Um, How would you feel? And you know, I'm sure a lot of us have those feelings of I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing good enough. Like I have to be better or um, I'm not living up to the professional that I say that I am or I'm not living up to the standards of practice or my certification that I hold um, if I don't give that much energy. But I would like to challenge that. I would like to challenge those feelings. And, um, you know, I wonder if you can explore, and I'm doing the same. I wonder if you can explore, like, with a therapist or a supervisor, where those feelings stem from. Do they stem from your education, your upbringing, your parents, or um, your family? Your friends, other music therapists expecting things from you a certain way <laughs> where Where are those feelings rooted um and do they need to stay there? Do they need to stay rooted up there, or can you um can you dig them up and uh compost them <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I can bet that you are all doing really good work, even if you don't do your best. Because what really matters is that we care. And I don't think any of us would have gone into this profession if we didn't care. And of course, we are not going to um, take so many steps back that we are causing harm and not doing any good. That's not who we are as music therapists. We truly do care. Um, And I would like to challenge you to care more for yourself and take that responsibility over your own life even more. Um, That is my challenge for all of you. So we're going to wrap up now. Um, And as we wrap up, how about I give you some homework? Or maybe, maybe I'm giving us, like, myself Um. (laughs) homework. Okay, so let's, let's look at um, these last couple of weeks in 2021 in December and these first couple of weeks in January 2022. And if you're listening to this later, um, think about the upcoming weeks. Like, it doesn't have to be this time of year so think about the next let's just say two to four weeks and what I want you to do is for each week plan one fun thing for yourself this could be one day this could be one hour doesn't have to be a lot Um, but for each of these upcoming, let's say four weeks, what's one thing that you're going to do for fun for yourself in these weeks? So maybe you're going to hang out with a friend or maybe you're going to listen to that new album you've been just waiting to, to dive into. Maybe you're going to spend, um, a nice, like three or four hours on a weekend just watching cheesy Christmas movies, snuggling up under a blanket, lighting a candle, and working on a craft project because that is really fun for you. Or maybe what's fun for you is just not working on anything and just watching a cheesy movie. Um, or maybe what's fun for you is even even though like a lot of us are are doing holiday shopping, um, maybe it's fun for you to go out and buy something for yourself. I know that would be really fun for me, and I have done that, and we'll do it again. <laughs> or maybe maybe one of your weeks you decide, okay, on Friday after work, I'm not going to go home right away. I'm going to go out and treat myself to a nice steamy hot beverage, maybe a hot chocolate. That's what I've been into recently. Um, so that's my challenge for you. That's my homework for you. And please share with me those fun things that, that you are doing for yourself in these upcoming four weeks, whenever, whenever you get around to listening to this episode. Um, yeah, let's be responsible for ourselves taking care of ourselves and our personal lives because this is life. All right, friends, sending all of my love to you. May you feel uh, cared for and supported and fulfilled in your life. Bye.